the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Now, it's Real Life Lending with your host, financial services expert, Eric Ilofsky mckay Hey, everybody. Welcome to Real Life Lending. We are your Northern California show for what's new and true in mortgage finance and real estate. My name is Eric Ilofsky. I've been in this business of ours for about 27 years, currently the Northern California Area Manager for Essex Mortgage. And I run the beautiful Loan Center in Folsom, California, but born and bred in the Bay Area. We know both mar- both all markets throughout Northern California. In fact, by the end of the year, Essex Mortgage, we will be licensed in all 50 states. So all of you investors out there looking for properties in other states to cash flow that portfolio, keep us in mind. Give us a call. Uh, we're celebrating our fifth year here at Real Life Lending. We started on a little station in Sacramento and continuously added new stations throughout Northern California. Uh, I think we're currently on three or four right now, all because of you, the consumer. It all started just because of my sheer frustration about what I was hearing in the national media during the downturn, how banks were bad, how real estate was a terrible investment, how you were never going to see your profits or that balance sheet or equity ever again. Uh, And I wanted to create a forum for you, the consumer, to actually call, ask questions, and learn what you can and can't do in our ever-changing industry. We all know that the way we did business, how we did business, who you did business with all changed uh, during that time. And a little bit about Essex Mortgage. We are a direct lender. We are a mortgage bank. We are not a broker. We are no go-between. We lend our money. Uh, Your file never leaves our office. Uh, We make all any decisions in-house, and we fund about a billion dollars a year in residential real estate. It doesn't seem like a lot given uh, the territory that we cover, and it's not. We're not a big box bank. We're thankful for that every day. It allows us to maybe think more outside the box, more common sense underwriting. And again, this show is all about you, the listener. And today I have Jessica Couch here in studio. Hi, Jessica. How are you? Good evening. Great. Remind everybody who you are and what you do. A full-time realtor. I really enjoy helping folks with uh, rental income and making money with their money. It's my real niche. Uh, duplexes, multifamily, small apartment complexes. Um, you know, good good way to spread your vacancy. You know, I want to give a shout out because I actually drove to the Bay Area and met one of our listeners last week. Oh, yeah. And Ray, if you're listening, it was my pleasure meeting you. Gentleman who is a great uh, a great guy, actually, from my old neighborhood in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, wow. uh, where I was actually grew up. And it's good to have, talk to somebody that has that accent. I don't think I have mine any longer. <laughs> but uh, a nice, nice guy and smart investor. Uh, started buying houses in the Bay Area back when you could buy a house for $30,000, wow. And just a really smart gentleman, and I had a great time, great lunch. It was nice to meet you, and and uh, this is what this show is all about. You know, we'll, we'll drive anywhere to meet somebody and actually yeah. talk to somebody. You drove to Fresno a couple months ago to go meet No a problem at all. <laughs> I'll, I'll go wherever, wherever I'm needed. So, I mean, again, we have a lot of ways to reach us. If you're out there and you have a question, maybe you're in the middle of a purchase or refinance transaction, and you're just not getting the answer that you're looking for, or maybe you're not thinking, not, you don't think you got the complete answer. 
um, you're more than welcome to give us a call. We have our text lines, probably the easiest way throughout Northern California to reach us, 916-806-0606. Again, 916-806-0606. We'll get to your questions during the show if we can. We also have our website, reallifelending.com. But here's a homework assignment for all the listeners out there. Please jump on Facebook. Go to Real Life Lending Radio Show. Click like. You can follow us. You can hear all the past shows. Maybe give us some topics or maybe some ideas for future shows or ask questions via that forum. Um, Jessica, crazy time of the year for us. It is. What's going on in the real estate side? I'm, we are still seeing the craziness happen, still seeing the frenzy. Um, I think the only difference is all of the you know new listings we've put up in the past you know two weeks, I'd say, um, rather than having you know multiple offers come in immediately, we're seeing offers trickle in on day seven, eight, right. nine, ten. Um, mm. So I'm, I'm certainly feeling a change. Well, there's definitely some nuances in, in 2017 that we haven't seen before, and especially in the Bay Area, um, it, it's just an ever-changing tight inventory, home selling uh, really quickly. In fact, so quickly that maybe some of the appraisals are not catching up to the current market. I would agree are, with are that. Are you agreeing? Are you seeing yeah. that as well? No, not real often do I see the appraisers not coming in with comparables that um, I had pulled and was aware of. Right. Uh, but you know, we just had an experience recently with one of our our buyers mm-hmm. that was able to purchase a home and the appraisal came in like 75000 <laughs> higher than what we were paying for it, which was, I haven't seen that happen in a long time, that we've had an appraisal that much higher than purchase offer. Yeah, I I just think that was more agent driven. I mean, can you imagine being the seller and finding out your house, you sold your house for $75,000 less than it appraised for? Secrets, secrets safe with me. I'm glad I didn't have a copy of the appraisal so I couldn't report back to anyone. But, you know, and, and, and that is very surprising, right? Appraisers in these days in this market, they'll come up to the purchase price. That's that's the max. That's they're pretty gonna, standard, that's right? Effort, they're going to put the least amount of effort as they can to hit that purchase price if it's possible, and that's it. When an appraisal comes in $75,000, $100,000, or even $50,000 over asking price, it could th- really throw up a red flag. Right. Why are you buying it so cheap? Do you right. know the seller? What's going on? And it's surprising where somebody underpriced, especially in our our seller-driven market so undervalue the home. We don't see that very often. In fact, we this just came up, and I don't know that this is a you know question you can quickly answer, sure. but um, this just came up with a member on my team, and they're working with you know, one of your loan officers, mm-hmm. good loan officer, by the way, and the buyer decided to go with another lender. Lender mm-hmm. ordered the appraisal. It came in ridiculously low, not at all in line with comps, and the lender refused to do anything. So the buyer's only option was to come back to their original lender, you know, on your team. Sure. Um, and now they're, they're forced to go find a new home. What do you do in that situation? If you have comps to verify, this is, you know, where the home should come in, whatever that price is, what, what, what are your options? Two things on an appraisal, which is a great question. An appraisal is done and, and it's valued the day the appraisal is ordered and the day the appraiser inspects the property. Mm-hmm. So something could sell two days after, 48 hours later, 24 hours later, eight hours later, Theoretically, the appraiser shouldn't be able to use that comp. Was that the case? Were something sold no, recently? No, it was. Uh, um, he all the comps he used were for homes that were very dated and not homes that had had a complete and thorough renovation, okay. which this had. So that's a different story. So the answer is uh, absolutely. You have recourse as a lender and as a agent who's representing in fiduciaries to the seller to get the most amount of money that you can. We can actually, as a lender, petition the appraisal management company. Uh, and provide additional comps and send it back to that underwriter and say, hey, maybe you've made a mistake. Please look at this. 
and in some cases they'll adjust it. You know, I think you and I have had we had a thirty thousand dollar adjustment, which is mm-hmm. rare on one of our files. But if you do your homework and the agent is thorough and provides real comps, now on the other side of that, agents sometimes they don't provide realistic comps, you sure. know, across the street or a different neighborhood or a different complex or across the freeway, which is typical. Uh, but you do have recourse. So, and if the other lender didn't at least try, then that that's a problem. It was a big box bank and they just shrugged and walked sure. away. I mean, they lo- ultimately lost the client and they'll, they'll stick with your team after having this terrible experience. It just really stinks that they've, you know, spent the time and the money to go through inspections and appraisal sure. to have it all blow up. So I think that'd be another benefit for working with a local lender that's really going to go to bat for you. Because if you're the buyer and you've spent money and you're invested and your energy and time is there, that really stinks to have a Absolutely. deal blow up. And you know, it's different for FHA appraisal than a conventional appraisal. Sometimes we have more leeway on a conventional appraisal. If it's something gross negligence, we can petition the AMC to have another one done, which mm-hmm. we would pay for, not the borrower. So there's there's certain options that a lender has regarding that. And I kind of want to touch base on that. On the VA side, you know, we do a lot of VA loans. Right. Uh, we've been becoming one of the premier VA lenders in Northern California because of our operations team and because of some of the weight we can take off the veterans. You know, we'll get your DD-214, we'll get your certificate of eligibility, and we'll go to bad for you. But we ordered a VA... But one of, the different, one of the differences of a VA loan is the VA has their own set of appraisers. Mm-hmm. Uh, normally, lenders go through an appraisal management company. This was all created through Dodd-Frank in 2010, and it created the appraisal management company. And it's just a go-between between the lenders and the actual appraiser that's going to visit the property. We're supposed to not have any undue influence on where that appraisal order goes. It's chosen by the appraisal management company. Uh, so the VA has their own uh, appraisal management company. And I've had VA, believe it or not, I've had VA appraisers, appraisals back in, I've had one back this year in 24 hours. Wow. Okay. Ordered, seen, got it, end of day, following day. Very skeptical. Uh-huh. I opened it up. It did have <laughs> pictures of the property. It's actually there. But the appraiser just might have been down the street and got it done really quick. But the typical time frame is to get something back within seven days mm-hmm. after we order it, full appraisal. Well, we had a, a transaction with a veteran, proved file, Ordered the appraisal, didn't hear from the appraiser, didn't hear from the appraiser, not scheduled, not scheduled. Mm-hmm. Seven days goes by, 10 days goes by, not scheduled. What, what's of course, the, the listing agent is hu- is very upset. Uh-huh. And obviously, I, have, I haven't seen something like this in years. Right. But the ruling on this, and, and it is 20, it's, they have 10 days to schedule it after wow. the order is, is received. So the order is received, they count that. They don't count that day. They count it when she actually looks at it, when they actually looked at the, the order. So very frustrating. That okay? could really and mess I, up and your 21-day time frame. It, it blows your closed die. It blows your contingency period uh-huh. of 17 days normally, right? And uh, no recourse. Um, all I can do is yell and scream, but I can't call because the appraiser doesn't work for me. And it's it's frustrating. Right. Uh, but... You know, one of the things about the VA loans is that we're closing them so fast, and we have no overlays on VA, uh, down to a 580 FICO score. Wow. Uh, That's less than a FICO score that you need for FHA, right? We're actually down to 580 on uh, FHA as well. Shut up. 580, really? When did that change? uh, It changed during our sales summit last week. Wow. We decided that we wanted to take on the additional risk. I guess I have some buyers to call back. I know you do. (laughs) I know you do. I didn't want to tell you, Jessica. I was kind of holding it out, darn it. But (laughs) – and. Honestly, folks, it doesn't mean if you have a 580 FICO score, you should be owning a home. Maybe, but maybe you 
suffered through a bankruptcy or a foreclosure years ago and you just haven't reestablished, those are the real people that really would benefit from the low FICO programs. Sure. And I think it, it really is part of our pre-approval process. And one of the things that we do at Essex Mortgage is we'll actually take you through underwriting. We'll grab all of your documentation. We'll educate you about down payment assistance programs. We'll get your certificate of eligibility if you're a veteran. We will get all that done, get you an approval signed by the underwriter before you even start looking. So we're actually going to, you're going to know what your payment's going to be. You know what your price point is going to be. You know what your out-of-pocket costs are going to be. You're going to know what your closing costs are going to be. And it makes you that much more educated to probably go out and buy one of the largest purchases you're going to make in your life. Right. Well, and what about for the people that have gone through rent increase year after Absolutely. year? That may be a good option. Northern California, number one and two, the last two years for single-family rent increases. If you're renting, listen to my ad during the break. This is the year to stop paying your landlord's right. mortgage. Give us a call, 925-203-5808, 925-203-5808. We'll be right back after this. It's Real Life Lending with financial services expert, Eric Ilofsky mckay all right, everybody, welcome back to Real Life Lending. My name's Eric Olofsky McKay. I'm here with Jessica Couch. And before the break, we were kind of touching base on low FICO scores and getting qualified and going through a pre approval process. I want to touch base on that because I've got a client that listens to the show, and God bless him. We got his approval done today, so that's why I'm, I can talk about this because <laughs> I still, have some, I still have some hair left. Um, <laughs> Gentleman, nice guy, married, good financial planner, makes a great income. Uh, credit score, low fives initially when we came in. Uh, and wanted to get pre-approved by high balance um, uh, home, uh, so conforming high balance. Uh, we need to work on his credit, uh, We, which we will do. We'll actually, I can do a what-if simulator. Not, a little different than what you guys do uh, at your on your uh, consumer sites. This is a little more accurate from, from the gentleman that I pull all three credit bureaus from for the last 10, 15 years. So he knows the stuff. He says, all right, this is what we need to do. We need to pay this down, pay this, get rid of this, get rid of this uh, derogatory, and we'll get you to X. Um, did that every five hours. Hey, I need a pre-approval letter. I need a pre-approval I want to go out and buy a house. Um, and it just... I can't write a pre. I just want you folks to, I am I just you into a house, right? I, right. To finance you. I'm lending you hundreds of thousands of dollars, but I will not write a pre-approval letter, um, without having funds to close, uh, without having a FICO score that I can get an automated underwriting system through. We take our pre-approvals a little, a little serious. Cause if my name's going to be on that, a letter and that agent's going to accept that offer based on what I tell them as much as I want your business, I can't break that rule. And as an agent, you probably appreciate that, right? Very much so. And I would say I've had others on my team who have had other experiences with other lenders where sure. they get into contract and then the lender goes, oh, oopsie. I mean, I, you know exactly which sure. one I'm talking about. These things happen and it's devastating. Right. People lose their deposits. They lose a lot of face. It's just, it's not worth fudging. Buying a home is an emotional thing. Mm -hmm. So let's do it right. Let's take the time to make it correct and find the funds to close find the gifts, find the programs that you qualify for, and let's do it right. And um, everybody's impatient. I get it. I'm the, I, have, I, I am probably the most least patient person in this world, and Jessica's laughing. Um, but you can ask my wife. I, <laughs> and she's probably listening too, saying, screaming at the radio, yes, yes, he is. Because I want it done now, and I want it done yesterday. But uh, just 
like your loan officer, I mean, just, just have some patience. And we're our job, whether it's me or any part of my team or it's another lender that you're working with, we have guidelines that we have to abide for. And there is so much regulation right now. Being a bank, being a lender, being a, uh, a HUD-approved lender, VA-approved lender, we, we take all this serious. So don't beat up your loan officer. Uh, now, can we go back to this man? Wait, sure. are, is he going to be able to get a pre-approval or does he have 30 days of work to do? He's pre-approved. I oh, got, in five pressed. days, I got his score recharged. Wonderful. And everything. So, but, it, it, but I get it. It's not quick enough. Sure. I, it's never quick enough. And I understand that. But patience, and he was patient, and he stuck with me, and uh, we're, we're good to go. Well, and I think something that's worth mentioning is I talk to people all the time that say, oh, I'm going to go through this credit repair place. Right. Instead <clears> of going through a credit repair place, I would suggest that they start with you. Know what, you know, use the what-if simulator that sure. you have access to. They're not paying a, you know, online credit counseling company. They're not paying somebody to come in and fix these problems, but you're able to give them advice for free in order to help them raise their credit score. And I get solicited by credit repair companies five times a week, Mm -hmm. okay, that want to be on the show or want me to refer people to them. And I just won't do that because... One, if it's, a, if it's a true derogatory, it's always going to show up, probably at the most inopportune time when we're ready to fund your loan. So what we can do is find out what we can really do as far as uh, – and, and the guys are pretty accurate. You know, If we need X amount, all right, pay this down to $20 and, or this account, and it's usually pretty spot on. So start with us. Obviously, there's other – people have had success with credit repair companies. I'm not saying they haven't, but start with us. We'll, we have files on my desk, probably listeners to the show that are 5, 10 months old that we're working on, mm-hmm. getting credit where it needs to be, getting them to where they need to be, finding the down payment. And there's nothing better than working with somebody for a year or two and then getting them the keys to the house. I know. I mean, that's, that's so exciting. That's the best thing in the world. Um, so, again, if you want to go through our pre-approval process, give us a call. It's the same number as our text line, 916-806-0606. Again, text line, if you have any questions, 916-806-0606. We've got a text uh, that just came in. We'll get to in a second. One of the things I want to mention to all our listeners is that we have some changes coming up. If you applied for a conventional loan in the past, there's two things that are going to be, or any type of loan, two things that are going to change here. Um, one, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac are increasing their debt-to-income ratio from 45 to 50%. So if you couldn't qualify before, starting July 29th, you may qualify. Oh, that's exciting now. Uh, and our next one I'm going to continue after the break. It's kind of a teaser. So there's some things now that if you maybe have been told no in the past, you might now be able to buy. All right, folks, you're listening to Real Life Lending. My name's Eric. I'm here with Jessica. We'll be right back after this. It's Real Life Lending with financial services expert, Eric Ilofsky mckay All right, everybody, welcome back to Real Life Lending. My name's Eric Ilofsky. I'm here with Jessica Couch in studio. And today... I was kind of mentioning before the break that there are some changes coming up to both credit and underwriting that you should know about. Uh, Starting July 29th, Fannie Mae is going to increase their uh, debt-to-income ratio limit from 45 to 50, depending on compensating factors. So you might be able to qualify for that conventional loan and not have to pay the mortgage insurance for lifetime for FHA. seems to be the biggest hurdle these days. Right. So that's coming up. We also have... um, the credit bureaus, starting in July, um, they kind of made some changes about making sure that uh, liens and judgments are correctly reported. So all of a sudden, the uh, three major credit bureaus put new rules as of July that can cause some things to disappear from your credit report. Like and judgments the, the, and The liens? CFPB says now that uh, certain credit bureaus have to have certain pieces of information 
So, which includes social security number, address, and date of birth, which mm-hmm. a lot of the credit reporting people that go out there and make their living by finding judgments and liens and selling them to the credit bureaus don't really have. So, in most cases, civil judgments, you know, maybe you've lost a lawsuit and been ordered to pay, tax liens can disappear. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, not to say they can't be put back on the correct way. But as of July, your credit score might have increased as these judgments and liens may not be there anymore. That's interesting. Yeah. So some people's scores may have gone up this week. And again, there's no better way to check. Again, 2017 is the year to stop paying your landlord's mortgage. What's going on with rates? Rates had a bad day today. How bad? Uh, A rate that uh, cost you nothing yesterday cost you a half a point today. Mm. So not really affecting rates, more cost rates. But everybody's on edge to see what's happening with the Fed meeting tomorrow. Not going to re-raising interest rates, but the big note is inflation. Is inflation going to kick in? Are interest rates going to rise? Uh, That seems to be the hurdle. Tomorrow could be a volatile day. It could be a great day or it could be another bad day. So the best thing to do is if you're in the middle of a purchase or refinance, call your lender. Talk to them about locking. Hopefully they locked yesterday. Well, and remind people, Mm -hmm. when can you lock? At what point in the contract are you able to lock your rate? As soon as, well, it's lender specific. We can lock your rate, you know, pretty much any time we want, as long as you're committed to the program. When a lender locks your rate, just let's kind of tell everybody what that is. They're, they're, they're promising that loan to a specific investor at that rate, at that loan amount, and it's tied to the address of the property and you, the borrower. Uh, so normally, once disclosures in the application are actually signed and what's called an intent to proceed that creates a loan number, that is what's tied to that lock. So, um, And let's kind of talk about rates because I, I had a text question uh, the other day that, that came up. Everybody's focused on rate, right? What's the rate? What's the rate? What's the right. rate? I had a, a gentleman that called from, from the Sacramento show. He was asking me, well, what's your rate? Here's my credit score. You know, What's your rate? Well, it's a bigger factor, loan-to-value, a lot of things factor into interest rates. But he's quoted a a lower rate, and I asked him to send me his loan estimate, what he was provided. Well, the APR was almost a half a percent more than his rate. Okay, So your rate is your interest rate. Your APR is your annual percentage rate. Your interest rate is what you're being charged on your monthly payment. Your APR is what that rate really costs you. Over the life of the loan, and why would that meaning be? in points? Well, they're charging you for that. Charging you for that rate. So every and in, and my rate was a quarter percent higher. I'm sorry, an eighth of percent higher than this this estimate, but my APR was the same. So instead of a four per, four uh, instead of a four percent rate and a four and a half percent APR, which is the true cost of your loan, mm-hmm. my rate was four and an eighth, and my APR was four point one seven. So it was still much cheaper than mm-hmm. his APR, even though the interest rate was lower. So Is for somebody confusing? who's who's not used to reading numbers sure. like this, just get, just calling you and getting a second opinion would be the way to be <clears> certain <throat> that if somebody was trying to pull the wool over your eyes, absolutely, interest rate is not everything, right? You want a, you want a three percent interest rate, <clears throat> no problem. Uh-huh. It'll cost you ten <laughs> points in in origination fees sure. or discount points, but. Don't get cut up on rate. And that's one of the great examples is sometimes that ro- low rate will cost you more over the life of the loan than a higher rate, period. So Interesting. So w- worth getting a second opinion. <clears throat> Absolutely. And that's one of the things we do here free for all of our listeners. Send me your loan estimate. Jump on the website, reallifelending.com. Shoot it over to me. We'll give you an honest estimate about what you're looking at. All right. We're coming up on our last break of the evening. We'll be right back after this. It's Real Life Lending with financial services expert, Eric Ilofsky-McKay. 
All right, everybody, welcome back to Real Life Lending. We are your Northern California show for what's new and true in mortgage finance and real estate. I'm here with Jessica Couch today. And again, our text line, if you have any questions for us, 916-806-0606. Again, 806-0606. i got a, a question here from John. Um, it says, I want to sell my home to my grandson. What's the best way to structure that? Um, you know, it's kind of funny. I have something here on my desk from a seller named John that's selling to his grandson. Oh. I wonder if it's the same person. Huh. Uh, you know, there's a lot of ways. Jessica's probably not going to like it, but you can. You don't have to use an agent if you're selling it to your family member, right? Oh, well, actually, when people do come <clears throat> to me and say, you know, my brother, my sister, my grandkid, whatever, wants uh-huh. to buy the house or it's their landlord that they've become great friends with, I offer to do the whole thing at 1% right. to make sure that it's all – paperwork's done correctly, sure. you, you're protected, you've done everything the right way, and they're not paying through the nose for a realtor. Right. So there's there's that way, and there's also a simple contract way, and obviously, it depends on how much there. There's no equity. There's not enough equity. I don't think in this hobby even to pay one percent. Uh. So what we're doing, and and there's a lot of ways to structure this. Is contrary to popular belief, your family member, you can sell your property to to your family member for any amount you want. You know, the house can be worth a million dollars. You can sell it to them for two hundred fifty thousand dollars. It's your decision. Uh, that's the deal. So in this case, we're actually doing the whole purchase, which the grandson's already been living in the property for two years. So he's familiar with the property. He knows what's wrong with it. There's no surprises. Uh, it's a simple, simple deal. The grandfather's actually gifting 20% of equity for his down payment. So guy. the grandson doesn't have to come up with any down payment. And then he's also gifting 2.5% for recurring and not recurring closing cost of equity. So the grandfather doesn't have to come to the table with anyone, doesn't have to write a check to the grandson for a gift. The grandson doesn't have to come to the table to close with any money, no down payment, and uh, no closing cost. The only thing he's going to be out is maybe the cost of an appraisal. So it can be done. It's something that we do and we structure all the time. I think Jessica's got a great point. If it's if it's a unique property that you're not familiar with or you, you haven't lived there, you don't know all the nuances of it, I think an agent is a great tool. 1% is very cheap to, to do that. Yeah, for so, sure. So, John, that's a good question. And, and you know, if, you, if you're thinking about this, there's a right way and a wrong way to structure. The, the biggest problem that I see this is they set a purchase price, appraisal comes in short, there's not enough mm-hmm. equity to gift, and it kind of kills the deal. You can't, raise purchase, you can't raise the purchase price after you do the appraisal. So there's a right way and a wrong way. So, again, give us a call. We'll be happy to work with that. Um, which kind of gets back, Jessica, you know, you do some special things for your clients. Why don't you I touch do. base on that? Oh, thanks. I'm going to meet with another couple after the show um, that are interviewing agents, which I encourage everybody to do. Mm-hmm. You don't you you don't know what you don't know, and Absolutely. if you uh, interview a few agents, you will have a much better idea of what what one could offer. Um, and that's the biggest problem I see in our industry. Where I'll I'll take a listing where um, someone says I'm just you know this didn't have a good experience with so and so, and I'll say, well, what was your marketing plan? What? <laughs> well, how'd you arrive at this price? What what comparables did you use? What? So I think if you know what you're getting into and you know what a good marketing plan looks like and you know what an experienced agent can bring to the table and what that discount looks like, I think you're going to have a much better experience. So that's what our team does. Absolutely. We cover a lot. And you can save people some money. Absolutely. We do uh, listings for family and friends for something less than for f- something less than 5%. We're not supposed to be announcing what that rate is, but I can tell you it's less than 4%. But you also take care of that other side. You actually educate the seller on what they're selling, right? You Absolutely. pay for inspections. You pay, pay for, for 
past, everything else. Yeah. So they understand what's going to come up during a transaction. Yeah. And, and often an appraisal, if needed, if it's not in a track property, I want to make sure we have an appraisal on file as well, which is something we pay for um, as well as cleaning, top to bottom, staging, professional photography, um, virtual tours, uh, radio <clears> mention, <throat> and, and a really great marketing plan to get your home sold. And I think that's key, especially in our market. And, and, and there's such a misconception about, well, it's a seller's market. All I got to do is throw it up on, on, on Craigslist and it'll sell. Uh-huh. Right. And it's just not proven the case. When you use a realtor and you use a professional, somebody that lives and breathes this seven days a week, you're going to get more money for your house. And you're going to cover yourself for any liability that you may have, making sure you have all the disclosures in place, making sure that uh, you're an educated seller and you know what your exit strategy is and you know what you're going to do with that money once Mm -hmm. you sell that property. Because I know that you and I worked with so many investors from the Bay Area because of the show. And I think it's a great tool for us to be to actually have the knowledge of both markets and actually find that property because let's let's face it folks getting into a rental property in the bay area is much different than getting into a property anywhere else the cost of admission is much higher and that's why we have so many calls from investors like you listener listening right now that want to make more than one percent or a half a percent on their money the cash they have in the bank right uh, <clears throat> once you give your contact information out to anybody, anybody's listening right now and they want to talk about listing their home. Uh, 916-532-8916. And I'd say, you know, now is still a great time to be able to list. I personally think we're going to see another frenzy as we see interest rates just click up a little bit. Right. Um, I think it's, do you, do you agree? I think it's going to push everybody to I, like, I, I don't want to rent anymore. I do think that. Now, you know, everybody thinks that we're coming into school starting. The market's going to slow down. I think it's kind of just the opposite. I think people realize that, Money's going to get more expensive. Mm-hmm. And I know I've been saying that for a long time, but I think we're finally there. The economy's booming right now. It's, it, regardless of what you hear in the media, it, we are pretty honest on a strong footing. And inflation is a part of that. And higher rates are a part of that, which mm-hmm. is honestly a good thing for, for everybody in the whole bigger picture. But we've got rents that are increasing. We've got the highest cost of rents increasing. We have the market appreciating faster here in Northern California than just about anywhere else in the nation. Now's the time. And if you're a seller, we talk about this all the time, if you're a move-up buyer, you really need to get off the couch and find that house, whether it's a lateral up or down. You know, number two things. One, we need your property for that first-time home buyer. But number two, we have surpassed. You remember when I started the show and said, hey, one of the biggest misconceptions, what made me start the show, was people were saying you're never going to see that equity Mm -hmm. that you lost. Well, we're past what we were in the highs. So all that equity is back plus more. So it's a great time to buy real estate. All right, folks, you're listening to Real Life Lending. When we come back, we're going to get some more text questions, and Jessica is going to tell you how much money she can save you on your next listing. (laughs) All right, folks, we'll be right back after this. It's Real Life Lending with financial services expert Eric Ilofsky-McKay. All right, everybody, welcome back to Real Life Lending. We are your Northern California show for what's new and true in mortgage finance and real estate. We've got some other text questions coming in. I think I have time for one more. Um... This one doesn't have a name. Is there such thing as a jumbo reverse mortgage? Um, oh, Muhammad. Yes, there is. Um, and we know that we talked about reverse mortgages in the past. They're actually regulated and overseen by HUD. Those are the traditional mortgages, and they follow the uh, the loan limits of the different counties as same as an FHA loan would. There are jumbo uh, reverse mortgages, which probably everybody in the Bay Area would, would probably qualify for. Uh, there is a max loan amount. Uh, the de- nu- nuances are a little bit different. There's only a fixed product, and it's a it's a higher interest rate than than you'd probably like to pay if you look at it just plainly. 
Uh, it's in the seven percent range. But what people don't understand is when you when you apply for a traditional FHA loan, in fact, all FHA loans, you're paying mortgage insurance, which is factored into the APR. So your APR is going to be similar or even higher than that on a, a traditional reverse mortgage. So again, it's one of those factors don't look at rate. There's another difference is that it only will cover the borrowers that are 62 or older. You cannot have that trophy spouse and would cover their life as well. But I think it has a great tool uh, in financial planning, which I just met with another financial planner last week. For somebody who really wants to keep their lifestyle uh, that they have uh, and wants to free up some additional cash flow, and I think it's great. If you can extinguish a $5,000 mortgage or a $3,000 mortgage when you're in your 70s, uh, it's a great tool. Uh, so if you want to learn more about that, that's so such a specific product based on your age, based on your situation. It's not something that can be blanketly discussed. So again, if, if you want to learn anything about that, give me a call on my Bay Area numbers, 925-203-5808. Jessica, you got some property to sell? I do. I have a couple. I do have a, uh, a new house coming on the market in about a week that's a complete and total remodel, four-bedroom, two-bath, RV access, shed in the back, a garden. We've already got tomatoes and zucchini. Everything's been redone. Granite countertops, beautiful flooring. It's just it, immaculate, and we're going to be on in the 350 range. Uh, but back to investment properties, I have a few of those this evening. And we're running really, really light on inventory for any four units or any good apartment complexes lately. Um, but I do have a couple duplexes that I think are worth mentioning. Um, I have one listed at two ninety nine. The price has just been lowered, and uh, each side is a two bedroom, one bath, bringing in eleven hundred in rent. Wow. So some positive cash flow there, um, and it's in a decent neighborhood in Sacramento. Um, I have something in uh, Old Town Roseville. I, I'm very fond of that area. It's a one bedroom, one bath on each side, listed at two seventy nine. And each side, although one bedroom, one bath, is bringing in almost a thousand nine fifty and nine seventy five. Wow. So I think those are two of the better units um, as far as duplexes. But you know, I'll I'll go all the way. To Fresno for yeah, a deal. you know, there's one of the things is that there's so many, so much opportunity out there that people really don't like to think about because they don't live there. Mm-hmm. But when you're an investor and you have a portfolio of, of properties, you're you're buying cash flow. Right. You're never going to live there. We have a client that just bought something that in a not so desirable neighborhood that probably she wouldn't have lived in, but she's cash flowing. You know. A tremendous amount of money each month. Yeah, uh, right. We're talking about the same gal. I think right. we're talking about. Yeah, right. no, th- those are that's going to do very nicely. We were just shy of a nine percent cap rate on those those units. And she bought so that for what? Two eighty five. Two eighty five. She's putting in what in it. I think she's going to end up putting about 30000 in right. total, but I, she's going to have almost a 9% cap rate, Absolutely. and I'm confident with the rent that she's going to bring in. Um, it's, a, it's a desirable unit. You're getting 9% on your money. It's a duplex, right. and where else are you going to find 9% uh, with a check in your mailbox each yeah. month? Yeah. Hey, Jessica, how does somebody reach you if they want to see those properties? Uh, 916-532-8916, or if you want to see any others. All right, folks, uh, thank you for listening to Real Life Lending. Again, if you want to go through our pre-approval process or you have any questions, give us a call, 916-806-0606, 916-806-0606. And I need some new team members in the Bay Area. If you're a licensed NMLS loan officer, give me a call. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.